Hello everyone, and welcome to Queer Beats to Overanalyze and Get Anxious To. This is a music podcast that focuses on artists that aren't heterosexual and or cisgender. I'm your queer host, Ben Wayne, and I use he, him pronouns. Now, let's talk some tunes. Today's episode is about the album Jamie, released in 2019 by Alabama Shakes frontwoman Brittany Howard. This album is titled after and dedicated to her sister Jamie, who died as a teen from retinoblastoma, which is a rare form of eye cancer found almost exclusively in young children, according to Wikipedia. So if you're not in your feels yet, don't worry, I have enough to share. Why did I pick this album? So I'd heard of Alabama Shakes, and I never really got into them. Like, I've heard a couple of the singles and, I don't know, maybe just my own thing, but I never felt inspired to check them out. But I can't remember how I found out about this, but I found out about her solo album. I think it's because I heard the single Stay High, and I was like, oh, this is really good. So then I checked out the album. I also found out about the backstory, which is heartbreaking, but also kind of beautiful in a way. And then I listened to the album and it is phenomenal. I mean, I'm only going to cover a few songs, but the themes of grief, loneliness, loss, connection, humanity feels very appropriate for this time as we all kind of reintegrate into society now that it's becoming more safe to interact with human beings. So the the songs I'll be diving into are History Repeats, Stay High, Baby, and Run To Me. But I highly recommend you check out the whole album. It is very, very good. So we have opening the album History Repeats, which has a booming drum that really drives the song. And the lyrics to me talk about just the very cyclical nature. I mean, the song is called History Repeats, so that's obviously going to be kind of the focal point and where the lyrics will focus about. And so I think on one end, there is that almost stress and frustration of, you know, history repeats. I think one of the lyrics is, I've been there, I've done that, I don't want to do that no more. And yeah, it, it, it can be very disheartening when you're doing things and then when you look back, you're like, oh, I'm exactly where I was or I'm in a very similar place. And yes, I understand the whole like, oh, but you've made changes and you're different. And yes, that can be nice, but there can also be times when it's just very disheartening because you're like, I thought I made a lot of progress and I actually didn't, or I thought I did something different this time and that didn't happen. I also want to bring up, I think it may also be about grief in regards to her sister because I think... You know, it could be just being tired almost of the grief hitting you or random bouts of grief or random stabs of pain from just remembering a lost loved one. Because, you know, it, it's yes, there is that adage of time heals all wounds, but there's no real quote unquote cure for the pain of losing a loved one. And that stays with you for the rest of your life. And I'm not saying this is actually coming off as really depressing, which I'm trying not to make it sound that way, but it's very impactful that she's at least bringing that up because I've lost people in my life and it's it sucks when you're just doing a random thing and then it just bang. Oh, wow. I've been able to live my life without really thinking about this. And then once it floats up from your subconscious into your conscious mind, it kind of causes you to pause and sometimes if the grief is that intense, it may even bring you back to the mental space you were in when that first happened. I hope this is making sense because I realize I'm kind of getting abstract. I hope that works. And I think it's just a really good opening to show that like this album is going to be about her kind of exploring themes of, you know, depression, grief, anxiety, desperation, loneliness. And I think it's just a really good opening. Like sonically, it sounds great too. And I think the lyrics are just a really good jumping off point to let you know what you're in for in the album. 
The next song is the single, or one of the lead singles she had, uh, Stay High. She's said about it that it's about spending time with her partner, but also reflections of the childhood she had by growing up in poverty. You know, talking about how her parents had multiple jobs, you know, everyone's trying to get in other people's business, and just trying desperately to make ends meet. But there is also that, to me, that playful, wistful, almost nostalgia-laced remembrance of the past in that, yes, you can take it at face value of, I just want to stay high with you. Like, yeah, you can smoke weed or do whatever you do to stay high, but it could also be her reaching back into the past and trying to maybe bring that forward to the present with her partner, but also to kind of get that feelings of, you know, when you're a kid, at least for me, nothing as pure and as innocent, and I don't mean innocent in the lack of like profanity, because I cuss all the time, even when I was a kid, but more innocent in that it was just you were present with these people in your life, focusing only on the moment and just existing. And, you know, brings up the phrase like, staying high on life. So I think it's just a very beautiful song that really marries the the gray, I think. And obviously the album art is black and white and i think this song is a really good encapsulation of just just experience in general because depending on how you look at it an experience can be anything i know there are some that are just unequivocally bad or unequivocally good but i'd say 95 percent of human experience is both so yeah she grew up in poverty and she talks about how difficult it is to to grow up in those kind of conditions but she also talks about how good it is to be able to spend time with family either this was in the music video or in the lyrics i can't remember off the top of my head but her you know just being out on the porch hanging out with people she cares about and just being in the moment and i I think that's just a very profound weaving and marriage of those two things, basically of anxiety and joy. And I kind of like that juxtaposition. The next track is Baby. And this one focuses very much on a one-sided relationship, which I am sure all of you have experienced either in regards to family members, friends, or romantic partners, where you feel like you are giving everything in the relationship and they are doing little to nothing in return. It's, It's kind of the frustration and obviously like Side note, you know, communicate with those people if you feel comfortable and safe enough to do so because nine times out of ten that'll make things better. But there is also this very human yearning almost at least for some people of just like notice me. (laughs) Yeah, like notice me senpai, but just notice me to a partner. It's like almost like screaming into the void of like I am doing so much for you, for us. And I also would counter that she's kind of abandoning and giving up on herself by putting her partner's needs before her own, by like hyper-focusing on this relationship as opposed to her own relationship with herself. Now, I'm not saying to be completely individualistic and, you know, fuck your partner. Well, I mean, fuck your partner if you're into having sexual things with your partner, but you know what I mean. I think it's 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 just kind of a vent of frustration of like, I've done so much. And I think maybe a part of it is her saying that to herself of like, I've been doing so much and you really aren't like pulling your weight, but it could also be like a call out of, hey, you maybe need to recenter yourself because yeah, you are giving as much as you can, but at the sacrifice of yourself. And then that could also turn into like, oh, because you're giving so much, you're not really being your authentic self. And so then your partner is not feeling comfortable being their authentic self with you and it may just ruin them trying to change and work on themselves probably not nearly as in depth as that and i'm 
very much coloring it with my own experience and my own personal experience with relationships. So take with that what you will. And it can also be just the mixed messages because the the next song, which I'm going to kind of weave these two together of, of Baby and Run To Me, I feel like they're both counterparts to each other. And that Baby is much more of the, like the frustration because of the themes in Run To Me. So let's, let's go to Run To Me real fast. So Run To Me is a beautiful and haunting song that captures the feelings of loneliness and longing even when you're in a relationship. And so in my head, my head canon is that Run To Me and Baby are basically just baby is the frustration being external of like i'm doing all these things and you're not helping and you don't really care and nothing really matters and then internally run to me is more almost like just a resignation a resignation that i will continue i will hold on to this and not really communicate it so because run to me is all about being there for the other partner almost like i got the image of like a caregiver of like you know you can come to me when you fall and you scrape your knee and you need cuddling and coddling or anything like that and it's kind of a very somber depressing thing of almost the narrator realizing that they aren't going to move on and and instead, they are just going to let this person continue to come through in this cycle of leaving this person alone and then coming back when they need something and then the partner going off and being selfish and self-indulgent and maybe even self-destructive and then come back to get recharged at the expense of the narrator. And so it's a very mournful, very sorrowful, and very slow song and it ends the album <laughs> so it kind of has a very bittersweet ending but i think you could also you know relate it to being if anything a caregiver like i know i believe Brittany howard has expressly said she wrote the song after breaking up with her partner or when they were in a rough spot but you know you could also you know interpret it as being like that caregiver role of you always being there for the person you're caring for in like a paternal maternal or parental view or sibling view of, you know, I will always be here. I will be, I will be your rock while you go out and explore the world. And if, and when you get hurt, you can come back here to, you know, what is essentially your home. So now it's time for me to wrap it up. I hope you checked out the album either after or intermittently or before the podcast. I would love to know what you think. Thank you so much for listening, and please feel free to reach out with your own interpretations, opinions, or queer music recommendations on Twitter at Queer Beats. I'm also on Instagram at Queer Beats Podcast, or you can send me an email at queerbeatspodcast at gmail.com. I hope you have a great day, and keep those positive vibes going. Take care.